Imhotep. Hello. Welcome back to the Magic of Egypt podcast, episode four, where we are going to talk about Wepron Pet. My name is Allie. This is Amber. And thanks for hanging out with us. So we're both super excited. Wenron Pet is kind of, I mean, at least in my opinion, I think Amber agrees. It's kind of like our biggest holiday um, as comedic pagans. It's, you know, a week-long celebration. And we wanted to give you the information that you needed in order to plan this for yourselves. Yes. My Wepron Pet is happening toward the end of this week, so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, so... Wepron Pet, um, just to kind of give you a bit of a summary before we really deep dive into it, Wepron Pet is based on your location. So, like Amber said, like hers is um, coming up at the end of this week. We're recording, you know, July 25th, in case anyone wanted to know. Um, My Wepron Pet doesn't start until August 16th, and it's based on astronomy, and you guys will see why uh, later. But we wanted to give you guys, you know, if we can, some some time to plan this out because it could be a lot of fun. So what we're going to do is start with the the myth surrounding Wepron Pet. Mm-hmm. Kind of the why. Yes. And then we'll explain what Wepron... What Wepron Pet? It's, it's like a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Is. <laughs> yeah. So the story is... About Usir, uh, Hedruware set uh, a set in Nephthet's birthday, which sounds like you know all the gods have birthdays. Like why why is this such a big deal? But it it's kind of a uh, a mythological mastery of planning that this happened in the first place. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Alert. It wasn't supposed to happen, <laughs> or was it? I mean. <laughs> I guess that's kind of a whole deeper discussion. That is a deeper discussion, I think. Mm -hmm. But we probably shouldn't get into that. (laughs) I think it kind of depends on which god you talk to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Okay. So the beginning of the story starts with Ra, as so many myths do. And for a while, Ra (laughs) was happy. He had his children who he adored. He had his grandchildren who he loved as well. And by this time, there were other deities that began to create themselves, like Jehudi, Ma'at, Kata, and others. And because of this, Ra was kind of feeling a bit crowded. Some myths say jealous. I didn't say that, though, Ra. It's totally not me. Um, but considering <laughs> that there are now over 2,000 gods within Kemeticism that we know about, imagine how he feels now about being, you know, crowded and wanting attention. <laughs> Big attention. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the attention wasn't, you know, solely on, you know, the core nuclear family anymore, I guess, was more the more the problem. Um, mm. So Ra sent his son Chu to separate his grandchildren in order to ensure there would be no additional gods conceived. But he gave that order too late and Newt was already pregnant and with five children, no less. So Ra then gave the order that Newt was not allowed to give birth on any day or night of the existing calendar, which effectively sentenced Newt to carry her children within her until the end of time. Which is not the nicest thing a grandfather has ever done for their granddaughter, but, you know, obviously 
Newt and Gab were less than thrilled about this decision, but what could really be done? Enter Jehudi, who came up with one of his more infamous plans. He would go to Khonsu, one of the gods of the moon, and place a bet with him. The two of them would play a game called Senate, and I recently taught one of my friends how to play Senate. Um, he described it as chess meets shoots and ladders meets trouble, and I think that's kind of a really, really accurate way to describe how to play or the feel of Senate. If Khonsu were to win this, you know, epic Senate battle, Khonsu would get one of Jehudi's magic books. And these were enormous sources of power. Only Jehudi knew how to get them and how to use them. So this was more than appealing to Khonsu to be able to harness this enormous amount of magic. If Jehudi won, however, Khonsu had to give Jehudi five brand new days on the calendar. And in a surprise to probably absolutely no one other than Khonsu, Jehudi won the bet. And so now five new days were added to the calendar so that Newt could give birth to her children. First came Wasir, then Heruwer, and then Set. After Set was a Set, and then finally Nephthet. And this is what we celebrate during Wenron Pet. On the last day of what would have been the old calendar, or the day before Wasir's birthday, we celebrate Jehudi and what he did for Newt, Geb, and her children. The first new day is for Wasir. Then the day after is for Heruwer, then Set, then Aset, and then Nephthet. The day after Nephthet's birthday, the calendar returns to its original days, and it is the equivalent of the first day of the old calendar. This last day, this sixth or seventh day, depending on how you want to look at it, is the actual day of Wenron Pet, and it's our equivalent of New Year's Day. So what is Wenron Pet? Like, what are, what are we doing here? It actually translates to the opening of the year, and it indicates the flooding of the Nile. So this is the ancient Egyptian New Year, and it corresponds with the five extra days and is marked by the rising of the Sirius star or Soptet in the sky. But it usually happens, you know, mid-July mid through mid-August, depending mm -hmm. on where you're at. And that's why we're have to, having two different Wenron Pet days. I live much more north in the United States than Amber does. Yes. So since this can vary, we will include a calculator in the description of the episode for you to check out. And then you can put, you just follow the directions that it gives you and it'll cal calculate the day that soap debt rises in your horizon. And then that's how you can figure out when you can sell, when you should celebrate Wepron Pet. However, if you would rather link up to like Luxor in Egypt to be a little more, I don't know. I don't want to say authentic because it, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Um, Wepron Pet will be on August 4th of this year. I already mm -hmm. did that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Amber. Yay! So, for an example, if Soap Debt rises on the 4th, you'll start Usiris birthday on July 30th, leading up to the 4th. And there are many things that you can do to celebrate. I like to bake set a birthday cake on his birthday. Um, I like baking, so... <laughs> uh, I... Also, usually write prayers or hymns as presents, and there's sometimes I even draw devotional artwork. It doesn't have to be elaborate or over the top. Some people will draw the no-probe on clay pots and smash them as a symbolic way of destroying Isvet. You can also write things that you want to get rid of on other of, on another pot and do the same thing as like a symbolic way of getting rid of like things you want to let go of during this time. I've also seen people make paper mache snakes 
and you stuff the paper mache snake with everything that you want to um, get rid of and you light it on fire. Like you have like a spell bonfire and that's kind of the kindling for, for the fire. And if I plan this well, that's, I would like to do that. That sounds like fun, actually. Yeah, it's like I get to play with paper mache <laughs> since the first time in, <laughs> since like third grade. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Yeah. I was going to say, last year for When Ron Pet, I made a big feast on uh, Day Zero on Jehudi's Feast. Um, in myth, he's very well known for like, a, he doesn't eat meat. He eats very healthy. He's known as like a very clean god. So I tried to do a very clean feast um, to kind of start the celebration off. And then, unfortunately, last year on Wasir's birthday, I had to go to a funeral. So that was kind of sad and kind of fitting a little bit at the same time. So that was kind of the end of my Wenrom pet because, like, you know, loss and grief and all that. Um, this year, I'm planning on having a couple of friends over for another feast on Day Firo. Uh, Day Zero? Day Firo? What are we playing Pokemon now? Uh, Day yes. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> and doing kind of group spell work. And for Wasir's birthday so far, I'm going to repot all of my plants so I have more room to grow. I haven't really planned the rest of the week yet, but where I live, when Ron Pet starts on August 16th. So there's still quite a bit of time for me to figure that out. You'll get it. Hmm. And then you have to let me know what you do. We have I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure I'll run it by you. <laughs> <laughs> But the ancient Egyptians would celebrate with food and drink and dance. And it was seen as a time of like rejuvenation and rebirth. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like a New Year celebration. So I really feel that if you do it in a way that you feel most comfortable with and bring in the Netaru with you, everything's going to be chef's kiss. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. It's not like a... I don't know how we want to scrap this. Like a, It's not a super serious, intense religious holiday where you have to do all these, you know, things to, I don't even know what, I don't know what other faiths do. That is just like not a fun celebration. Like like the Egyptians loved to celebrate. And I know that's not, you know, entirely unique to the Egyptians, but have fun with it. It's a birthday party in New Year's Eve. It's a weird birthday party. (laughs) Make a cake, make cupcakes. Make five cakes. Make, oh, uh, I don't have the energy for that, so I, I, I feel bad, but. I don't, sorry, I don't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the time either. You know what might be actually kind of cool is making like a big batch of cookie dough and freezing like individual portions of it and then baking like one a day and offering it to them. Yeah. That's kind of like an that. interesting, I, I literally just came up with that, like a low spoons kind of way to celebrate. Yeah. Or you can just be like me and just give cake, give a cinnamon cake to set and be fine. Yeah. That's what I did last year. And then my, <laughs> my mom decided to take a piece of my cake because I had a, like a big yeah. piece of cinnamon sugar on it. And she took that off of my plate and I'm like, that wasn't for you. <laughs> My goal on Wasir's birthday is to not be sad. <laughs> that's, the, yes. that's, that's the bar I have to hit this year. <laughs> I'm sure everything's going to be just fine. You'll be fine. You take that you sentence and put it right back in your mouth. <laughs> Why? 
jinx it for me. <laughs> I'm not jinxing it. Oh my god. It's only jinxed if you think it's going to be jinxed. So if you don't think it's going to be jinxed, everything's going to be fine. That's like, um, like I have a couple of friends that are nurses in emergency rooms. It's kind of like the, um, oh, it's really quiet today. Yeah. Kind of feeling where it's like you, you put that sentence right back in your mouth or so help me. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what, what happens at the restaurant too. <laughs> so sidetracked again, the way that I kind of... I've seen it organized, which I think is a really good way of saying it, is day zero is for Jehudi, day one is for Wasir, day two is for Heruwer, day three is for Set, day four is for Aset, day five is for Nepthet, and day six is Wenrompet. Which is why before I said like day six or day seven is actual Wenrompet, depending on how you look at it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think calling it, you know, day zero through six, it is a week-long celebration, but some people don't do day zero. That's their decision. I do. but I think I'm going to do it this year. Yeah, I think it's appropriate, I guess, is the word that I want to say. Yeah. Um, especially since he's like the god of time and the god of calendars and things like that. It feels kind of appropriate. And also this year just so happens that day zero, at least for me, lands on the last day of Jehudi's month. So in the Kemetic calendar, there are months dedicated to gods. And right now we're in the middle of Jehudi's month. So I think that it's just kind of like, at least for me, where I live, it is kind of, you know, a, a way to kind of, you know, send his month out with a bang. Yeah. Like, eat some food. <laughs> Have some fun. It'll be yeah. great. Read a book. Right. <laughs> so... There are instances, and I'll say I'm the one that has these sources. I have been to lectures with Egyptologists at different museums, different universities, that sometimes put the order of the gods' births in a different order than we see a Heruwer set, a set, a Nephet. There is the consistency across all the ones that I've heard is that Wasir is born first no matter, you know, which version I've heard. And then of the daughters, Aset is the eldest girl. And I think that that's kind of important to say. Because of the Egyptian mind, all these things are true. And we're going to do an entire episode on the Egyptian mind. Don't worry about that. But I think it's important to say, like, listen, three out of four times you're going to look at a source, it's going to say the order that we gave you, the Wasir, the Heruwer, the Set, the Aset, and then Nephthet. If you see one of those four, which isn't super common. I mean, Amber's, Amber told me that she'd never heard of any of the other orders that I told her. And she looked at me like I had nine heads the entire time. I was telling her, like, <laughs> I went to, you know, a lecture at UC Berkeley, and they said this. And I didn't want to not give you guys that information, because then I think I look quite silly. But really, just celebrate the way that you feel is right in your practice. That's the most important thing. I just didn't want to like not, I didn't want to exclude anyone, I think is kind of the summary to that, where if you've seen Set bo born before Heruwer, typically no, but you know, these things do happen. But I think, you know, like I said, three out of four times you're going to see the order that we've been talking about the entire episode. I, so I've been looking for the past month at my notes to try and find the sources that those lectures used. I'm still working on it. 
when I do find them, they'll be added to the link tree. We strive to be, you know, transparent with you guys and give you the data that we have. This is a collaborative thing, kind of. So if we find information that is different, we want to make sure that we give you guys everything we've got. Even if you probably wouldn't have seen it in the first place. So maybe I'm just confusing you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I worded that very well, but hopefully you guys forgive me for that. (laughs) So we hope that you all have a great one round pet if you decide to celebrate. But yeah, I'm super excited. I wish that, you know, we all kind of have a big party together. Yeah, audience members. That would be fun. Maybe um, maybe next year we can um we can plan like a live podcast for Web Run Pet. Ooh, yeah. And we all can just sit down and chat and have fun. I think that's kind of a little bit what you do in your lives. You just did a live last night, so I'm still thinking about them, even though I wasn't really there for the most part. <laughs> you know, lives with you are always fun. I love you. And you've got your Twitch channel now. I do. So it might be a little bit easier. It might be. I haven't been able to get people to go over there yet. And I think I just need to start, but I don't know how I want to do that yet. Maybe this time, you know, next year we'll be able to have some kind of live celebration. That'll be fun. That's a good idea. Yeah. It'll be fun. So Uh, thank you for popped in my head. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It just popped in my head. I was like, yay. No, let, let's no. Seriously, let's do that. Let's let's plan for that next year. Okay. What day right. do we do it on, though? All days? Are we streaming for seven days? If we could, that would be amazing. But maybe we should just do it on Webron Pet. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the podcast. I think we kind of made up for last week, where last week was almost an hour and a half long, and this one is like not even thirty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, well, we tried, guys. Um, We tried. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next month. If you have any questions, um, DM them to us. Um, We're going to have a and a episode pretty soon. I don't know about next month. I still don't know what we're doing next month. Amber typically knows. Do I? Are we doing my honest vet next month? Maybe. Or I think uh, if you want to. Yeah, sure. Well, that's going to be a doozy. Uh, that one might be an hour and a half long. <laughs> that, yeah, that might be a series. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you want to hear. Do you want us to do Ma'at Misfet in two different episodes? One talking about Ma'at, one talking about Misfet? Or do you want one super long episode? Let us know what you guys prefer, because now you've had a longer episode and a shorter episode. And like a yeah. me- you've had medium episodes. So what do you guys want? What do you want? <laughs> Just me screaming into everyone's headphones. Just another episode of the Magic of Music podcast. (laughs) 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 Alright. Adios, guys. Bye, guys. Much love.